All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tickle Me Comedy Club podcast, episode 36. My name is Isaac Israel, and uh, we are here uh, sponsored by ACTV on Roku, Amazon Prime, uh, Binge Networks. We're on YouTube. We're also on six different uh, podcast uh, networks, uh, including Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Play, and many more, Anchor. Um, so uh, we want to thank you guys for coming, uh, for watching this episode. Uh, we're also sponsored by the uh, Blue Zone Comedy Tour. Um, so thank you. Uh, this week, uh, we have a terrific, terrific guest tonight. Uh, he is a world-renowned uh, comedy magician, travels all over the world. And, you know, he took some time out of his schedule to be with us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tim Smallwood. All right. Thank you. <laughs> um, so you might uh, be looking at Tim and you're thinking, man, he looks like the 42nd president of the United States. He looks a little bit like Bill Clinton. And uh, yeah, you never know. <laughs> I was the only president between two bushes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah tim uh during his act he has uh he has some uh he does some bill clinton impersonations and impressions and uh, uh it makes up yeah, a small part but uh yeah. he's been doing it for a long time now yeah ever since bill was in office he just kept me busy <laughs> yeah yeah so tim where was the last uh it looked like that you were supposed to be booked at like some the panita theater before the, I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure. Where were you supposed to be booked last before um, the pandemic hit? Yeah, well, what's funny was I was performing in the Philippines in March. Really? Well, where in the Philippines? Um, it was in, well, I did some shows in Manila and uh -huh. then just did some small province areas. Okay. And then they canceled my flight coming back because of the virus. Right. Everything got canceled. Uh-huh, so you got uh, stuck in the Philippines. Well, so I called the travel agent and I'm like, he goes, we're going to refund your money. And I go, I need to get back. Yeah. <laughs> and so he goes, I'll have your money in four to six weeks. And so that didn't work. So I got a supervisor and he finally told me, I can have your money in 24 hours. That's the good news. The bad news is you have to buy a ticket at the last second now, a last minute ticket. Yeah. $600 more. Uh -huh. Manila, Guam, Guam, Honolulu, Honolulu, San Francisco, San Francisco, and Vegas on all different airlines to get back in March. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Yep, and then I had two tours booked uh -huh. right after that. Okay, and then they just um, let's postpone till July. Uh huh. And then July came, and they said, "Okay, let's postpone the tour till September, October." Uh -huh. Well, with everything going on, we postponed it. So now this tour is postponed till April. So uh -huh. hopefully, it works. <laughs> Tim is so incredibly humble. I mean, he's, you know, he's been doing that. It's full, full time uh, uh, comedy magic. You know, how many people can do that? You know, how many people can do it? for? I mean, so how many years have you been doing it, Tim? Oh, I started when I was young. My mother was a dance teacher, so I kind of grew up a dancer my whole life. Oh, really? But trust me, I don't dance now uh -huh. <laughs> not much. Uh -huh. So I've been on stage since then. A uh -huh. little time off. Got married, had some kids, got a little time off. Yeah, how many kids do you have? Uh, two kids. Two kids? Yeah. You, you raised them on a com comedian magician salary. Well, I had odd jobs, too. <laughs> uh -huh. Right, right. Yeah. But now you're doing it full time, right? 
Yeah, pretty much that. And then right now being slow, uh-huh. um, it's funny because all the magicians in town know me as the mover of the magicians. Uh-huh. Every time any magician needs props moved, <laughs> they call me. They can, it's kind of been, it's just funny, it trickle down. You call any magician in town, say I need a mover and they'll give you my number. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it's Wait, just to make money. You got a big truck or something? Or? Ended up, I just bought one. Uh-huh. I bought one like three weeks ago, finally, just, uh-huh. I've been so busy. Yeah. So it uh-huh. just to do something. I'm yeah. not going to sit home and watch TV every day. Right. What is uh, what does your wife do for a living? She's a nurse at Summerlin uh-huh. Hospital. Oh, that's great. That's great. And 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 where? I mean, how long have you been living in Vegas? Since 1975. I see. So okay. And then and then before ago. that, Connecticut. Connecticut. Oh, okay. And so you moved out here to do to perform? No, I was pretty young. I just uh-huh. ninth grade just started when I moved here. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you just went into comedy magic. Like how did, how did that, how did that start? Well, I've always liked magic since uh-huh. I was little. Okay. And then one day this guy called me up and he goes, Hey, I'm doing a big show at my church. And, um, can you come be in the show with me? Uh-huh. So I was like, okay. Um, it's his church. I'll make him look good. Like the, like David Copperfield kind of deal. So I was his opening act and I was making, you know, him. I said, oh, I kept telling everybody how good he is. And I came out and did all comedy, just uh-huh. all comedy. He uh-huh. did this magic act that he practiced for years and years. Okay. After the show, the crowd was coming to me saying, that was hilarious. That was so funny. Uh-huh. And he was there going, nobody's talking to me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that was the day that I decided to switch over and just go to comedy. How old were you then? Oh, shoot. I had to be 35 maybe by then. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, so you do the comedy, then you switched over. Now, and so you do comedy magic. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're traveling all over the world. You know, how did that happen? How do you go from, you know, performing at a church, maybe doing some local gigs to traveling all over the world and becoming this, you know, great yeah. comedian magician. Well, what I do is um, uh, when I go out of the country, it's mostly just connections. I know people, yeah. so uh-huh. they can book me here, book uh-huh. me there. Producers and owners of theaters yeah, and things like that. Yeah, owners of theaters and stuff like that. So that's uh-huh. who books me there. And it's just, I got booked with one theater. They said, hey, check out this theater. We know the owner there. Uh-huh. So that's how it kept growing and growing. They kept uh-huh. recommending. And in this country, uh-huh. about eight years ago, I just got on the phone and started calling. Uh-huh. I did, um, I call about 300 to 350 calls uh-huh. for every tour. And uh-huh. now that's why it's growing so big. Cause I've been doing it for eight years, uh-huh. the same, the same shows, same places. So you called what? 300 to 350, what theaters? Yeah. Theaters and, um, uh-huh community centers, senior halls, uh-huh. it's just anything. And pretty much what I'm doing now is, well, not now, but <laughs> what I was, is I'll do the big showrooms on Friday and Saturday nights, uh-huh. take Sunday off, and then Monday for the for the whole week, I'll do like mostly the senior centers. Uh-huh. So I'm still getting paid all during the week. Yeah. So I'm not just sitting in a motel every day. Uh-huh. So I'm still entertaining them and just, keeping going. And then I do all the big ones on the weekends. So, Uh and I travel each tour is about six or seven weeks. Right. Uh And I just do, and then I come home for a while, then back on. And Uh Uh 
So how old were you when you started touring? I was, um, I've only been touring um, that much, only about eight years now. Okay, so your kids are older when yeah. you started touring? Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. That uh, they're out of the house and, uh, you know, you're not, you don't have to worry about them when you're on tour. Yeah, when they were little, I would get weekend gigs out of, out of town. Uh-huh. They would when 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 Clinton was in office, right? I would get Clinton gigs at conventions, trade shows. <laughs> so, but they'd only fly me for a weekend, do my show, uh-huh. and then leave. And what's funny is I'd perform with, you know, you know, well-known people because I'm not really well-known like uh-huh. that. But since I was Bill, yeah. I was a closing act at all the conventions. And okay. How long was the closing act? At the conventions? Oh, I usually if there's a lot of performers, I only do 15, 20 minutes. Okay. That's it. Right, right, right. Uh-huh. But when I do my big show, I do an hour and a half with an intermission. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the big show. That includes yeah. all the comedy magic. Yeah, all the comedy. Right. And it's... Did they ask you to ever do sketch or improv routines where, you know, you have to be Bill Clinton and just... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah? Yep. And then one day, I had my own show in Hot Springs, Arkansas, uh-huh. you know, where Bill was from. So I was yeah. there for six months. No way. Yes, yeah, so I had my own showroom there. Uh-huh. And one day, one night, we had a small crowd, uh-huh. and it was in a mission, and it uh-huh. was a big show, so I had assistants and all the girls and stuff. Uh, so I went out, and I told the crowd, I said, this is intermission. If you want to go to the bathroom, get a beer or something, now it's time to go. But I'm just going to stay here and talk to you. Yeah. So I just stayed on stage, and I told stories of real things that have happened to me during my tours, uh-huh. trying to meet Bill and uh-huh. Secret Service, holding me back, that kind of stuff. And then after the show, the owner of the theater just said, he called me over and he says, that was awesome. I goes, I'm listening to everybody walk and they're, they're talking about your stories. Uh-huh. He goes, from now on, you're keeping them in every show now. Oh, okay. He said, they love my stories uh-huh. and they were all true. <laughs> so did you ever meet Bill? Yeah, he was, he came to town to, uh-huh. um, uh, for Hillary when Hillary was yeah. running. Uh-huh. So I went home, got all dressed up as him, waited in line for a couple hours and uh-huh. got in, sit right in the middle. There was only one little lady in front of me. Uh-huh. He was up there, you know, speaking, doing his little thing. And then after he got done talking, he came around and shaking hands. And then he saw me all dressed up as him. So he sticks his hand over the lady's shoulder, shakes hands. And then, um, he goes, oh, I loved your tie. And yeah. and I said, thank you. And I said, I was just in Hot Springs doing an hour and a half show as you. And he goes, well, I'm sure it was an awesome show then. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. That's the only time I met him. Uh-huh. But I've a couple of times, Secret Service kind of put a damper when I've tried to you know, right. meet him in the past, right. too. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I met him a couple of times myself. Oh. So I was a political science major at the University of Maryland, right? <laughs> and so I, I interned in the White House in 96. Oh, okay. And I interned with Monica Lewinsky. And, <laughs> and I also, um, and when I served, in, I served in the Peace Corps in 98. And when I was in Beijing for a little while, uh, he came, he and Hillary came to visit the Peace Corps over there just mm-hmm. to see how things were going in the country. Yeah. And then so, yeah, he, he met our group Um and so, yeah, yeah, I've had a few. And then, and then, you know, I, I did some fundraising for him after college. Um, and he, he, like he had his 50th birthday at the Waldorf Astoria. And so, we, you know, we, we, the fundraising team was there. And so, yeah, we got to meet him a few times. But yeah, yeah. it's cool that you're able to uh, 
make a whole act out of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and he writes my material for me most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So 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 so, Mr. President, what do you think of uh, uh, the results of the election? Uh, I never talk politics. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, never get into it. I'll I'll piss somebody off, so I just keep it where I don't say a word. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I still like to play around, even when I'm not on stage. Uh-huh. I still like to horse around with everybody. Right. I just said this is funny because. This guy just put a new floor in my house. Okay. So I wrote him a check for uh-huh. doing the floor and I give it to him. He goes to the bank to cash it. And this guy's 300 some pounds, big guy and everything. He goes to the bank teller, gives her the check. Uh-huh. And the lady just starts laughing at the check. And she's like, did you read this check? And he goes, well, I just did a floor and he just paid me. And so she's called the other tellers. She goes, you got to look at this. And he's like, what? And he goes, in the comments, you didn't read it? Uh-huh. And he goes, no, it says for sex lessons. <laughs> <laughs> so he had the whole bank there laughing. He had no clue. <laughs> so I just do things like that just to right. keep everybody entertained. Yeah, keep everybody entertained, happy, laughing. Yeah, yeah. that's good. So how, I mean, so you're married for how many years you said? I'll be just going on five years now for the second time. Okay. So uh, how long were you married the first time? We were probably 17 years, I think, somewhere in that area. But it's uh, it's it's tough, right, Uh, as a as a, you know, performer to to be married. Yeah. But the kids are out on their own now. Yeah. And um, she enjoys it because when I'm on tour, she takes time off and meets me everywhere. Oh, that's great. So she's seen so much of this country. She'll fly in. I'll take some days off. Uh-huh. We'll go to New York City, Chicago. Right before the virus, you know, in the fall, she flew into um, New York. We went to the Empire State Building, Central Liberty. Went yeah. to see Wicked. That was an awesome show. Yeah, Wicked's great. Yeah. Um, did you go to the uh, new – did you go to the Freedom Tower? Yeah, the we, top? Did you go to the top? No. Okay. Then we went to the, uh-huh. the Twin Tower, you know, where they had the memorial, yeah. did that. And uh-huh. then, you know, had to, we went to Times Square. We actually stayed at Times Square. Our hotel was right there. Uh-huh. Uh, so Which one? Marriott on the okay. 69th floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The Marriott Marquis in Times Square. Oh, yeah. Right. Then, the revolving restaurant and everything. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. And then we, and then, you know, one time she flew to New Orleans. One time she flies to Chicago. So uh-huh. she gets to... And what's funny, the first time she toured with me, okay, I did, I did, I don't know, 50 shows or so altogether. And after the first few shows, I'm looking in the back and I can see her on her phone going and looking up once in a while. <laughs> and I say something afterwards and she goes, well, it's the same show every night. <laughs> I go, well, of course, they haven't seen the show yeah. yet. <laughs> How much do you change your show every year? Or every other year, or you know, do you ever change it? Or? Yeah, uh-huh. um, right now during the virus, I've probably have got about 20 25 minutes of new material. Oh, that's now lovely. I just have to figure out what I want to take out. Uh-huh. That's what I gotta figure out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be fun. The new tour, I actually just picked up something that I thought was so cool. I want to do it for years uh-huh. and I found it online right. before the show starts, say I'm doing the Bill Clinton act uh-huh. or it could be a regular act and there's a movie screen playing uh-huh. and I'm on the screen, like in front of the white house 
and I'm actually talking to the audience like, you know, hey, you in the yellow sweater kind of yeah. deal. And then as I'm talking, I just walk out of the screen and start the show. Oh, wow. So I just uh-huh. I just purchased it. And so I can't wait to play around with that and get that oh, that's perfected. Great. Yeah. That's great. Um, what do you like more, comedy or magic? Um, well, I like making the people laugh. Okay. That's one of my big things. Uh-huh. But I couldn't stand up with a microphone for an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. And I've talked, I've been to places all the time. And some of these stage people, they uh-huh. just like, dust, it's boring. An hour and a half of seeing a, com- a comic yeah. with a microphone. Yeah. And so when I do the comedy clubs and I'm doing magic, I'm doing props, I'm uh-huh. doing everything. They're like, wow, you're so different. Because I bring people on stage. Yeah. All the time. Uh-huh. And so my... um I just did right before the virus happened. I was doing Pechanga Casino, yeah. And they, um, I was doing this brand new routine for the first time. You always got to experiment with new things. Uh, so I um, took the, um, you know, the pumps you blow up animal balloons with. Yeah. So I had four people, a husband and wife, uh-huh. and sitting in the chairs, and I um, showed them. I said, "We're gonna have a contest now." So I made the guys take the pump, put it between their legs, keep their legs squeezed. And the ladies were behind him. Uh-huh. And I said, now the first one that could pump, that pumps the balloon and pops it wins. So they're sitting there in front. They're just <laughs> pumping the balloon and the balloon's getting the big and the guys. And they sitting, don't know each other, right? They don't the, know the, each other. The, the, the men and women don't know each other. Well, the husband and wife. Oh, husband and back, wife. Okay. okay back okay. to back. Uh-huh. And it was like the first time I did it, uh-huh. it went over so well. The cocktail waitresses were like. That is so funny. So every night, six nights in a row, they stopped during that part of the show. And so we're going to watch that part. Uh-huh. Because every night it was different. Because it's hilarious. Oh, right? one night the guy goes, the guy goes, tells his wife, I'd do it more than you do it anyway. So I'll just do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> and there was stuff like that happening. Right. And so it was every night. And so um, I haven't had a chance to do it a lot because it was, you know, in the fall right before, you know, the virus happened. So, uh-huh. but. That's one of my new bits. Not not in the family show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Have you done cruise ships before? No, I was actually booked uh-huh. on um, a cruise ship, Mexican Riviera, nice. and 9-11 hit. Uh, yeah. So I got canceled right then because I had my big illusions. Right. And they like, we're just going to have comedians jumping back and forth. Right. And so that was my only chance. And I really haven't pursued it a lot since mm-hmm. then. How long is your show now? Is it two hours or an hour and a half or what? Um, I like to keep it about an hour and a half. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good yeah. amount of time. And still an hour and a half is a long time for one person to be on stage by themselves. Yeah, it is. Because uh, the shows, you know, people like Vegas shows, people have a short attention span, like 65, 75 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But when you hit the Midwest area, uh-huh. they want the two hours. They don't. They don't have the casinos to go to. They right, don't have they don't. it, so they want the long. Do you do an intermission when yes. you're in the Midwest? That's the greatest because they come back, right? Right after oh, yeah. the mission, you know, you, you think some of them are going to leave, but they still come back. You know, they got their alcohol. They come back oh, after yeah. 10, 15 minutes, and they're doing the show. If and that gives me a chance. Most places I play, they have movie screens behind them. Uh-huh. So I have a couple of funny bits of Bill Clinton. Uh-huh. Um, the, he was on Family Guy, Arsenio Hall playing the sax, the sax uh-huh. and he was like on different. So I got different clips of him playing on there. Yeah. And then right when he starts playing the sax on the Arsenio Hall show, when that kind of stops, uh-huh. 
then I come on stage and I do my version of the saxophone. Uh-huh. <laughs> and right. so again, I don't push a lot anymore of the bill. Yeah. But even if you don't know who Bill is, it's still a funny act. Right, right. <laughs> so you said you were um you're supposed to be in Manila, right? Yeah. Uh, do you remember, or you were in Manila, Manila, do you remember where you performed in Manila? Um, let's see. Well, I've been there three times now Uh and I've done schools, hospitals, Uh um, a hotel. Really? And when I do the schools, I ask them and a lot of kids have never seen a magic show before. Son of a gun. I ask them every Sammy and I are from the Philippines or, or, or Filipino. Yeah. Filipino. We know my wife's Filipino. Oh, your wife's Filipino too. Okay. Yes. yes. Great. And she's a nurse. Yes. Okay. Well, is there anybody there that isn't? <laughs> right. I think Sammy and I are the only ones that don't have traditional Filipino role. Like Sammy's a golfer and filmmaker and I'm a comedian and, you know, business owner. So. Yeah. Well, what's funny is um, I met my wife online Okay. and on my picture I'm friends with Martin Navera. Okay. So I have a picture of me and him on the on the site. Uh-huh. Martin Navera is a famous uh, Filipino yeah. singer, yeah. right? And so she was like, she was, this guy's with one of our celebrities. Uh-huh. Let me check him out. Yeah. And so just so happens right after that, he was in town and uh-huh. I met her and I go, would you like to go meet him? Let's go meet him. Uh-huh. So I took him over and, you know, introduced uh-huh. him and stuff. And, yeah. and then we've been together ever since. Yeah. <laughs> It's great how like uh, performers from all over the world like uh, kind of know each other and stuff. We, we we it's like a small community. I did a show with a bunch of uh, uh, Filipino singers over at the um, over at the Veil showroom in uh, in uh, uh, what's it called the casino? Uh, or here? No, 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 here. Um, M? No, 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 not before the M. South Point. Be- after the South Point. South Point. Oh, which which casino is that? The uh, the one right after. It's on it's on Las Vegas Boulevard. It's right by Blue Blue Diamond. Oh, that was Silverton. Silverton, yeah, the yeah. Silverton Vale, like the Vale showroom over there. I did a show. I don't know five six years ago, and there was like eight really good Filipino singers. Uh, and then I brought in, or yeah, wait, who, no, who was it? I think Jr. is a uh, he's a Filipino singer, and he brought in. Um, supreme from the wu-tang clan and so it's weird you know you see you see okay so you see filipino you know pop singer (laughs) you see you know filipino american comedian right and then and then you get you have supreme you know producer and performer with wu-tang and he's like performing there too it's like you know and then we all know each other you know it's just it's you know the 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 performer community is small (laughs) oh it is because i knew you know the the singer that was on um, Philippine Got Talent, the one that sings the guy in the girl's voice. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Marcelina Pomoy. Yeah. yeah. So I've got pictures with him. I've got pictures with um, uh-huh. one of the TV shows. There's a boy, a guy, and a girl that mm-hmm. are the TV show as a couple. I mean, my wife knows all these people, so I've got pictures yeah. with all of them and everything. Yeah, Cassid and Regina. Vel- yeah, Regina I think Velasquez. that's who it is. Yeah, uh-huh. and some other. You know, fame, and I got all these pictures, uh-huh. and to me, I I don't know really who they are. You know, I could kind of know. So are. tell me the truth. Who got you the Filipino gigs? Was it your wife? No, it was another guy that was is married to a Filipino that uh-huh. that he used to perform there. Oh, okay. So it started out where he said, "These are all the places I performed." Uh huh. 
And so he gave me all the contacts. So that's what that's the the first time I went over there. Oh, that's great. That's great. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's but it's pretty it's it's fun over there because I'm kind of like in Vegas. I'm like a nobody. You know, this Copperfield. You got Penn and Teller. You got Caratop. All them. Mm-hmm. So I'm. You know, nothing like that. But once I go to the Philippines, you're from Vegas, you're an American, mm-hmm. you know, it's like yeah. on the posters. It's funny. You should uh-huh. believe the posters they make for me. You see my house, the whole wall yeah. <laughs> is posters. I said, every t- show I went to, they had these posters. And I go, can I have it? Can I have it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, you don't have time for a residency here. It seems like you're just traveling all the time. I did. Uh-huh. I did for three months. Where? Um, the Royal Resort. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And uh-huh. it was just, you work off the door, you pay, you know, it's a yeah. four wall. Uh-huh. And it was just the little bit of money you made. Uh-huh. It just wasn't worth it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, performers, it's it's really tough because, you know, uh, like casinos and hotels. I mean, not only do you not get anything from the food and drink but you also have to pay for the venue yeah and so and then and then you have you only make money off the tickets and merchandise and so and then sometimes they get a percentage of the merchandise yes so it's really difficult everybody thinks it's a cash cow but it's not it's a black hole of money Mm -hmm. when you try to have your own gig in vegas whether it's on the strip or off the strip i mean oh i know you know so yeah it's a, there's a misconception there. Oh, I mean, the only shows, you know, that are making money, like even even Cirque shows are losing money. I mean, Absinthe makes money, mm-hmm. you know, but how many shows are like Absinthe? Like almost zero. <laughs> like Penn and Teller make money and David Copperfield make money. But yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Right now, really, nobody's making money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So what have you been doing during the pandemic? Um, so I bought the, I bought this truck and I just been, um, you know, helping magicians move all their shows. I just, uh-huh. I've, I've been moving some of the shows around. Okay. I did, um, six flags, you know, they're all over the country. Right. They rotate their shows. Uh-huh. So a few times I actually drove the shows from one theme park to another. Wow. And I was just driving from theme park to theme park, dropping off, picking up, dropping off, picking up the different shows. So I did do that once in a while. Wow. And then um, I just brought um, another man. Um, I do a lot in Branson. There's uh-huh. so many connections, Vegas and Branson. Yeah. So the yeah. stuff going back and forth, back like and forth. Vegas all Vegas over there. Right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm always bringing stuff there. Do you like it? Do you like Branson? Do you like performing there? Well, what's funny was after I left Hot Springs, yeah. I had an offer to perform there. Uh-huh. But it was off the door again. Oh, yeah. It's tough. And I just. But don't they bring a lot of people? Yeah, but there was 110 shows there when I was when they wanted me. Uh, so you get 110 shows yeah. fighting for, you know, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like Vegas. You know, well here in Vegas, not only do you compete against the other shows, you compete against the restaurants, you compete against the attractions. Yes. You know, it's like you're competing against like slot someone's machines. attention, yeah, the slot <laughs> machines. Yeah. You know, uh so yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Uh yeah. Um, so, but I've noticed on the road though, I do have expenses, uh-huh. but I got a lot of like family members all over the country. Uh-huh. So like in Dallas, I just stayed with my brother. Uh-huh. I perform as much as I can in that neighborhood. Cause I'm just visiting my brother for a couple of weeks. 
and I'll just head out and do shows. Uh And I got, when I was in Arkansas, I met a lot of people there. And, um, does your brother and did your brother and his family go see your show? It's been a long time. Yeah. Uh Yeah. And, um, so it's fun. Yeah. It's just, so have you had any, um, issues during this time with censorship or any kind of first amendment issues where people are being offended by what you say? Nope. I'm not dirty at all. Not Uh at all. Not even when I'm doing the comedy clubs, anything, Uh you know, like the joke I said, Hey, I'm the only president between two bushes. Uh That's kind of about innuendo. Yeah. That's as bad as you get. That's a, but a lot of my jokes are like that. Uh Same thing, you know, like that. All innuendo. Uh And then, um, I've got one dirty prop I use, but only, only comedy clubs. And it's only a quick here. Look, Bob, you know, then other than that, it's all, it's all clean. Actually, a lot of my show, the family friendly show and the adult show, a lot of times are the same routines. Uh-huh. I just reworded everything yeah, different. You gotta reword it. That's all I do. Yeah, instead of saying porn, you say dirty movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. And then it's um yeah, but it's fun. I mean, one time I was doing something, a lady in the front was just laughing and laughing her head off. She fell out of her chair. And I, I couldn't, I had to start laughing. I couldn't hold it in because she fell out of her chair. She yeah. was laughing so yeah, hard. funny. And you know you're funny when she was, someone falls out. You ever, you, you ever make someone laugh so hard they spit stuff out of their mouth? And <laughs> uh, Very little bit. But uh-huh. but I did um, uh, up in um, Prairie Nice Casino okay. up in North Dakota. Uh-huh. Um, it was for Legends and Concerts. So I was okay. the host, Bill. Uh, Tina Turner... Cher, Madonna, okay, all from sh- there, uh-huh. and I was the host as Bill Clinton. Uh-huh. So I came That's out. A great show. Yeah, so uh-huh. I came out. I did like fifteen minutes to open, and then five minutes in between each act. Yeah, and I walked out there, and it was so loud. My hair was actually standing up. We had a yeah. thousand people for the day show and fifteen hundred for the night show. That's crazy. It's all those. Uh- all those oil people have nothing to do yeah, up there, right? Do. And then they're like, oh, yeah, let's see a show. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like um, when you travel around the country and I, I've, I've performed in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. And so like you meet like people you wouldn't, you know, like I'm from New York, New Jersey. We don't have any coal miners over there. And then like when I go to South Dakota, I meet like a, yeah. after the show, you meet a coal miner, you know, and the coal miners ending up hooking up with like one of your the comedians that you brought on tour with you and like it's like and then like i had one comedian angie crumb and we'll have her on the show soon she's like yeah i fucked the coal miner last night i was like what (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah you made like yeah it's uh it's interesting uh to see you know the united states in this capacity because what we only work like one hour a night and then uh and then the other 23 hours, yeah. we're sleeping in, we're, they, they give it, they feed us food. And then, you know, we're just like, let's go see the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> we're in Fresno. Let's see the zoo. Like, what, what do we do? Oh, you know, no. so. <laughs> yeah. And then when I do perform in all the casinos around the country, uh-huh. they just give you a whole stack of buffet tickets. Uh-huh, so yeah. you eat every meal at a buffet. Right. And it's like, that's what I need. It's a buffet, three <laughs> meals a day. <laughs> yeah. And, and you get room service and you get yeah. plus, plus, plus. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, they also, you know, sometimes they give you uh, drink tickets. Yes. And it's like, oh, man, I don't need, you know, it's like, I don't need these drink tickets. <laughs> you know, it's like two every show. And, and then there's two shows a night and they got four drink tickets. And then the time seven days a week, yeah. 28 drink tickets. It's like, it's a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah, some nights. <laughs> it's funny because one night, uh-huh. I didn't know I was going to do a show because I thought it got canceled. Yeah. So I was just drinking, watching football. Uh-huh. And I get a call and they're like, um, hey, where are you? And I said, well, I heard the show was canceled. Uh-huh. No, no, no. We need you. Uh-huh. So, oh, well, I've been drinking quite a bit. Uh-huh. And so I, I ran down there, uh-huh. did the show, and the lady was filming it. Uh-huh. And after the show, she goes, she goes, I've never seen you that funny before. <laughs> she goes, what are you doing different? And I said, I'm so drunk right now. <laughs> I don't drink really too much anymore, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that was in the past. <laughs> yeah. Usually, yeah, you don't want to drink on 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 stage because you want to stay sharp and... Uh... Maybe a drink afterwards and relax oh, a little, yeah. but yeah. Oh. One time I was in Arkansas uh-huh. and, you know, an hour and a half on stage. Right. I actually had to run an, on stage one time. I couldn't, I was like, I got to go. <laughs> and I'm trying to think, how can I run off stage real quick while I have this big audience in front of me and I'm by myself? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I told the audience, I said, can you guys hear all that noise and backstage? There's an awful lot of pounding. Hang on a second. <laughs> and I left. <laughs> and um, the whole audience is like, you know, the sound guy, light guy, they don't know what's going on either. Right, right. <laughs> so I come back and I'm just like, damn girls trying to sell Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> I did nothing. I had to make up something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I had to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With with um, I think with with comedy, you get away with like doing that kind of stuff more than anything else. You oh, know, yeah. it's like you could be truthful, you could be honest, you could make up whatever, and you know they know you're a comedian, so they're they're good with it. They're good with it. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a you know I also do a lot of props. Uh-huh. I'm not considered like a caretop, but a lot of my props, uh-huh. you know, I, I like to do. Um, like one of my things that I do. Did you bring some props? Yeah. So I got uh, let's check here. this out. <laughs> yeah. so it's let's like, check out the props. So this is like when you're online dating and um, I met this girl and she sent me and she sent me these. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It really... doesn't look like a handkerchief. No, no. So I, <laughs> she, she sent me these and I was like, this girl's going to be hot. You know, because we never met or anything. Yeah, yeah. So then I actually met her. And when I met her, oops. <laughs> this is really what she fit into. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> uh, so you never know what you're going to get online there. You were catfished. You were catfished. Yeah. What the heck is so that's enough on the props there. But that's... <laughs> Uh, so I kind of always, you know, again, it's all common, even, you know, even when I'm reading somebody's mind, uh-huh. you know, I'm doing, it was funny just now in the Philippines, yeah. I was reading these people's minds uh-huh. and at the end it was my finale. And afterwards I, you know, I, I predicted what they were going to say. Yeah. And also about half the audience clapped uh-huh. and the other half just kept staring at me. Uh-huh. And I was like, Okay, thank you. And I get off and I'm wonder I'm wondering if they think that I'm really reading their minds. Yeah. I don't know. And then a little while later I'm packing up and this one lady comes up to me and she goes, So at what age do you realize you could read our minds? <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's so they understood everything, right? 
It's yeah. just that they were just like amazed by by yeah. what happened. But some people, I think, really thought I was reading their mind. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but trust me, I'm not really. It's a trick. <laughs> <laughs> and um, now, did, now, Tim, do you know like where you're? Um, like, how do your kids feel about your performance? Are they are they performers themselves or like? Um, when they were little, uh-huh. I used my daughter. You know, I kind of as a guest, as, as my assistant, <laughs> and my boy was my assistant. I got videos of him pushing the boxes around, right? And at the end of my show, I do a big patriotic show, and at the end, I produce Uncle Sam, Statue of Liberty, all these flags. Yeah, we actually did even did a TV show, and my kids jumped out, you know, waving flags when I produced them and stuff. Uh-huh. And then my boy kind of got into he liked more behind the scenes, right? Okay, so he does uh, theater not, not anymore. Okay, not anymore. All no, right. he decided girls and baseball, so <laughs> that's right. it now. Uh-huh. And your daughter? Um, she's just working a regular job. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, just kind of making ends meet. How, how do they feel about you traveling around the country? You know, performing and stuff. Um, well, sometimes if I'm performing here, uh-huh. I guess they think it's kind of cool. They'll bring some of their friends. You okay. know, that's my dad up there performing and stuff. Uh-huh. So I think they think it's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> So um, it's it's interesting how earlier you talked about how you got your gigs by simply cold calling. Oh, I mean, you know, you you talk, uh, you know, in almost every industry, it's like, you know, to get the business, you got a cold call, and 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 it's and many people look down upon it, look frown upon it, you know, and things like that. But uh, it works. It's it the it's the most effective and the quickest way to get gigs, right? Oh, you should see, I got a bookcase on the side of my desk that's got pay pages and pages. I take notes, everybody I call, who I talk to, the date, uh-huh. is there a reason, you know, why? Some of them say, hey, we're booked up for the year, call us earlier next year. Uh-huh. And I'll leave a note, call them earlier next year. Uh-huh. And, um, and Shoot, then, he did that with that computer, guys. He's using notebooks and stuff, oh, pen know. and paper. Oh, I know. To make that well, happen. Well, what's funny is, all my all my stuff's printed up, but when I'm talking to the people, I can write a lot quicker on my on the things I typed up. Oh, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then um, so I do that, and then after this many years, they know that when they get my call. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your date? You're going to be here. What date are you going to be in this part of the country? Wow, that's so great. it's getting easy now to, to book them because I've already been there enough uh-huh. times. Right. And so. so um, Okay, let's say there's a comedy magician out there that wants to know how to start booking themselves and how to start doing the business part of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you? What would you recommend to him or her? Don't no. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of performers say that. A lot of performers. Say oh that. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you know how um, a magician becomes a, a millionaire. Oh. Start with ten million. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's a, t- a tough racket out there. You know, just being on the road. Uh-huh. If you're single and everything on the road, it's fun. Yeah. But if you, you know, if your wife's at home, you have kids, it's just, it's a grind. It's a grind. It's torture. It's tough. You know? Yeah. yeah and you got to do your time. Uh-huh. I mean, years and years, I started at the bottom. Uh-huh. You know, just like opening for everybody, opening for this and uh-huh. little gigs, you know, $50 gigs here, $50 just to get yeah. my foot in the door. And right. I've done gigs for free just to uh-huh. show people what I can do. Yeah. It's paying off now, but uh-huh. back then <laughs> yeah, I was doing all that kind of stuff. Um, 
So when you travel around the country and let's say you have a girlfriend or you have a fiance or you have a wife, right? And, uh, you know, there's two schools of thought on like, let's say you meet somebody after the show, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they want to hook up after the show yes. and they want to go back to your hotel room or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's one school of thought that says, you know, uh, yeah, just do it. Don't tell the wife. Uh, it's not considered cheating because you're on the road. And then there's the other school of thought where, hey, you're cheating. <laughs> like, it's cheating. I mean, like, well, what, what, what's your opinion on, on that stuff? Yeah. Well, I was. Wait, you could do it in your voice or you could do it in Bill Clinton's yeah, voice? Yeah, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Do it as Bill. I, um, I was um, divorced for like 12 years yeah. in between first wife and second wife. Sure. So it's. Whatever's goes on goes on. Uh -huh. So it's like you know being yeah, a playboy. No moral compunction yeah. Uh, with yeah. that. Yeah. But now you know being married at my age. Yeah. I don't care about you know flings and scooting around and that stuff. I'm just like, hey, I'm happy with what I'm doing now. It's working out. Yeah, I'm here to do my job. You know. And, yeah, yeah. So, and a lot of times, you know, I said, you know, she'll fly, meet me all over the place. Yeah, that's great. And, um, yeah, uh, so Filipinos, your Filipino wife's making sure you're not cheating on her. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sure it's, oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure it's a lot of fun for her to be able to meet you at, you know, different gigs. Oh yeah. And the Philippines, she always stood off stage with a microphone. Oh really? Just in case I get somebody up on stage and uh -huh. they don't understand what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So she would translate. She would always translate. Oh, that's great. But pretty much. You had a translator in the Philippines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But most of the time, they pretty much everybody understood. Yeah. You uh -huh. know, they teach over there in yeah, English. It's yeah. It's, uh, you know, one of the, the primary languages there, you know, the other one being Tagalog. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, but it's, uh -huh. um, yeah, it's real interesting over there. They're, the jokes that we tell here. Mm -hmm. It's funny because I have to learn. I have to do jokes over there and and kind of see which ones they laugh at. Yeah, because they'll laugh here, uh -huh. and then over there they won't laugh. Yeah, and then vice versa. Uh huh. So I got to play it by ear on which ones go over better over there. <laughs> right. If you were just a stand-up, or if you were just a magician, mm -hmm. do you think you would be booked as much as you are? booked right now or is it the fact that it's more unique that you're a comedy magician that you've been able to get gigs well you've kind of set yourself apart a little bit plus yeah. the fact that you do your bill clinton yeah well i did find out working with a lot of comics i they all like work with me because i'm not competing with them i'm not a stand-up i'm not a guitar player I, we don't tell the same kind of jokes. So a lot of them are like, yeah, we like your act to perform with us because we're so different. So yeah. I heard that. From but what about the venue owners? Um, do you think it matters? Or is it, really. you, you know, if you have talent, you have talent. Yeah. I just did some work for another comedy club owner here in town a couple uh -huh. weeks ago. And I yeah. showed him some video stuff. Yeah. And and he goes, that is hilarious. Uh -huh. And he goes, he goes, yeah, I'm going to, we'll work something out, you know, down the road. So, uh -huh. so I was like, oh, that's good. You know, I've been, yeah, you know, cause I don't do a whole lot in town here. Uh -huh. I do the tour, you know, of Laughlin and you know, that tour, but uh -huh. it doesn't stop in Vegas. <laughs> right. Right. But you said your uh, first bookings, uh, 
your, or your next bookings coming up are in April, right? Or, or yeah, when? That, that tour mm-hmm. uh, that has been postponed, they're all, I've talked to them and they're like, okay, let's just work on April. Let's okay. kind of see what's going to happen. What, what kind of stinks was one of the shows was up in Idaho. Okay. Gorgeous, gorgeous theater. Uh-huh. But they weren't as strict as everybody else. Right. So they still had me on the posters and the bill. They had me everywhere. Son and I go, God. I go, I hate to do this to you, but everybody else, you're the only one that didn't cancel. Uh-huh. And I can't go all the way up there for one show. Oh, it was only one show up there, huh? <laughs> for them. Well, I mean, yeah. it was multiple shows, but each theater was one show. Yeah. And so yeah, she it was, wouldn't make financial sense. Yeah. So she's it. like, oh, I know. I understand. I understand totally. And. It was kind of funny because it was so easy to book because I said, I just got booked in Spokane and they told me to call you. And she's like, yeah, she was pretty much all the people do Spokane one weekend and then come to us the next weekend. Uh-huh. So we we expect it. So yeah. she goes, what do you do, by the way? Uh-huh. Didn't even ask for any videos, anything uh-huh. and booked me wow. <laughs> just great. because the Spokane booked me mm-hmm. and knew, you know, that mm-hmm. they did. It must be good enough to. <laughs> yeah. Do you do any public speaking at all or? No, mm-hmm. you, you just you do the uh, the Clinton closers for the uh, conventions. And is that when you do corporates and 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 do you do any corporates conventions? Uh, um, yeah, not as much right now. Uh-huh. But before as Bef- Clinton, you did. Yeah, about in town lately. It's only been like twice a year for the you know the big corporation things. Yeah, and a lot of times the last one I did at the win. They just wanted to get as many presidents they could for a thing, uh-huh. so there was like six of us, all uh-huh. impersonators. Yeah, and we were all, and it was funny because they paid us great, and uh-huh. we didn't have to perform. They just wanted us to mingle with the crowd. Oh, really? Yeah. And so <laughs> I'm I'm walking with this um, Obama, <laughs> and all of a sudden they're taking pictures, and this lady comes over and she wants a picture with Obama. Uh-huh. So I kind of step aside out of the picture. And she goes, no, I want you to be in the back and photobomb us. <laughs> so I was doing stuff in the back. And right. then after that, we started walking. She goes, now it's your turn. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. So I get next to her and she goes, give me a big kiss. And I've never had that happen before. So uh-huh. I said, okay. She goes, let's do it one more time. Make sure you're a good picture. So I did it one more time. And then she goes, my husband hates Clinton. I think this is going to be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> So you never know what you're going to get into. Yeah, yeah. I even did a commercial I wish it aired here Uh for one of the car dealerships. Oh, okay. It was a, I thought it was a funny commercial, great commercial. Mm -hmm. I had fun doing it. Never aired. Oh, it never aired. (laughs) Never aired. Too bad. Huh. Yeah. I mean, it paid well. I just wish I would get more popular if it (laughs) was on TV every week. Right. So um, if your tour is in April... Uh, you know, Tickle Me Comedy Club will probably open up in three to four weeks in uh, Treasure Island. Would you uh, be able to perform there? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, that would be great. To. Yeah, because I... Okay, you saw it on camera. Yeah. Tim said he would perform at the Tickle Me Comedy Club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got so many friends and so many people here that I know since I've been here my whole life almost. Uh-huh. And Facebook and everything, they're always saying, well, when can we see you? When can we see you? But I don't do hardly anything in town. Okay. So when I do get booked in town... Uh-huh. With Facebook and all that stuff, it's like, you know, I can bring a bunch of people. Right. You know. Oh, that'd be terrific. Yeah. Even in San Diego, when uh-huh. I was down there those six days, I had a lot of people in California. 
uh-huh. just knowing my wife's got tons of relatives down there. Oh, San Diego. Yeah, San Diego. The oh, down there, there is. Uh-huh. And so we, every night we had a bunch of them at the show. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And it was funny because one night I was performing and um, Martin and Lonnie, Lanny. Yeah, Lanny Missalucha. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So they were in the big room. Okay. And I'm in the comedy club. Oh, wow. So I go there and I'm like looking for him. Wait, which venue is that? Pechanga. Oh, in Pechanga, Pechanga. Okay. Yeah. And uh-huh. so it was funny because I couldn't find him. Then the next day I'm waiting. The lady comes over here to clean the room. So I said, okay, I go downstairs. I go downstairs and I see Martin Navarre in the lobby. <laughs> and he goes, what are you doing here? Yeah. And I would say, hey, I'm in the comedy club. And he goes, oh, man, I wish I knew. I would have came to see me see you uh, last yeah. night. And uh-huh. I was like, yeah. And so I said, I need a favor for you tomorrow. Uh-huh. And he goes, yeah, yeah, just come on down and, you know, just just come walk in and see me. Because it was our anniversary and like Mother's Day. And yeah. my wife wasn't there. So I wanted those two to wish her, you know. Mother's Day and everything. Oh, that's nice. So I post that on Facebook and I walk in as security guards. Can I help you? Uh Yeah, I just need to talk to them for a minute. What's your business? I go, like, just just be a minute. And they escorted me in. And Martin says, Tim, I'll be with you in a minute. Let me duck down here. And the security guard turns around, doesn't say a word, and just walks away. Right. (laughs) So, but um, it's still fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, you heard it here. Uh, Tim Smallwood is going to be performing at the Tickle Me Comedy Club when we open up again in Treasure Island. Um, where can people find you if they want to They want to um, see you? Well, what's funny is I only, I use just my Facebook, Timothy uh-huh. Smallwood. Cause uh-huh. It's not a Tim for some reason, you know, Timothy Smallwood. Uh-huh. My wife posts everything I do. I don't do much, <laughs> oh, that's but no matter thing. what I do, she's putting it in. She's videoed. She's taking pictures. So yeah. she's like my publicist. Yeah, publicist. She does. Marketer. So whatever we do, it's it's on there. Okay. And um, it's funny because a lot of times after shows, I go back to the hotel room and I have a, I have a, like five, six people, friends requests after yeah. a lot of the shows. That's great. That's <laughs> great. You keep building your following. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then some of the places I go to every year, uh-huh. they're just like, oh, you remember me? You know, I like the one. Oh, do you remember me from um, last year? I go, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then he goes, remember, we went to eat afterwards. And I go, there was like 25 of us that I didn't say it. But in my mind, I'm thinking, there's 25 of us that went to eat. <laughs> right. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I remember you. <laughs> well, at least you're not a snob about it, you know? <laughs> no, no, no. That's I just, cool. Yeah, no, I just I just have fun. Yeah. I the show that I did with um Carl, uh-huh. you know, the one I did at his place. Yeah. I had a friend of mine who'd never seen me perform anything. I watched the show uh-huh. and I said, What do you think? And he looked at he goes, he goes, You are having as much fun as the audience on stage. Yeah. So yeah I said, that's that's the way, like a good comment. That's the way it should be. <laughs> yeah. That's the way it should be, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. Uh ladies and gentlemen, uh Timothy Smallwood, uh, and this has been another episode of the Tickle Me Comedy Club podcast, uh, sponsored by the Blue Zone Comedy Tour and ACTV. Thanks again, folks. All right. Thank you. (laughs) 